<laughs> Welcome back to Hop Topics, the uh, Chris Hopkins podcast, brought to you by Third Nut, Earn Yours. Um, coming back in, I've got my uh, partners in crime, Charles Newby and Bryant Smith, back in studio. We got a banging ass show coming up on the uh, Third Nut, Earn Yours interview hotline. I have Lewis Battle, former Auburn Tiger and a Jacksonville State football player, also played a Semi-pro won a couple national championships, high school coach, and now he has his own recruiting service, running the South Alliance recruiting service. Lewis Battle, welcome to Hop Topics. Hey, man, I appreciate y'all having me on, man. It's a pleasure, Chris. You mean you go way back, brother. Good way. to talk to you. Hey, man, you know what? I really got, and I didn't, I was decent before I came to the COL, but playing behind you, you had a technique playing corner, man, where you kind of turned to the side. Man, I learned so much playing behind you and then playing, you know, with uh, Jamie Owens and then Diamond and stuff. is like okay. being around, like, great players. It was something that when you start learning how to do something, it, sp- it spills over into other areas of life. So now when, man, I'm, I'm doing comedy, I'm thinking, man, I can't fuck up because Garnett might come off stage and uh, smack me in the head. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, bro, hey, say- look. Hey, 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 Chris, to this day, to this day, bro, I, I played ball, man, high school at Auburn University. I've been hit numerous times, but the hardest lick I ever took in my life, and you remember this, we had a scrimmage game up in Washington Courthouse, Ohio. Uh-huh. Garnett hit me by accident. Dude, I had a concussion. You no, know, back then, we didn't know that about concussion. You know, you had to be tough. Dude, my head hurt for four days. I remember because you was out for us, like, I wasn't always the best tackler, so I would, like, grab onto somebody and just look for number four, and when he got, like, five feet away, just jump the fuck out the way. Jump, Literally, jump out I the was, way. That was, we're talking about, there's a guy that played a linebacker for us, Mike Garnett, and he literally, he had offers from Notre Dame and Michigan, and he just wound up, you know, having to play semi-pro. Legit six foot four, All 240, right. and was a monster. I bet that guy could monster. cream the shit out of me with a dodgeball. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, man. I bet, and, I bet that dude and, could throw a dodgeball so hard, like, <laughs> it would go back in time and give me childhood trauma. But I dread to think about Garnett with a dodgeball. <laughs> hey, that's that, that's dude's that's probably scary. got a J.D. That's Power scary. Associates rating on his penis. <laughs> <laughs> See, I got hey, some look, fools in here that, with me. Look, huh? Garnett was such a beast. Garnett was such a beast that he used to hit on my wife, and I used to be standing right there with him. I was not doing <laughs> it. I was like, Garnett, you stop playing. Me start playing Garnett. I'm playing games now. But he was so hey, big. I what am I do for my man? hands on? He gonna wrap me up like a pretzel. Yeah, what I mean, do? even I if you hit him in his head, you're not gonna do nothing but break your hand. <laughs> exactly. They could just bow the so face man, mask I mean, on his. They just bow the face mask right on his face. He didn't need a helmet. <laughs> exactly. And man, I mean, all those years out there, man, and that's pretty much what, what brings me to doing what I'm doing. Uh, Chris, I'm, I'm proud of you, brother. From from the time that we spent up there in Washington Courthouse, Ohio, to see you grow as a young man, then into what you're doing right now, and being on third and, and, and doing this thing, that's what I want to see, and that's that's pretty much what brought me to what I'm doing now. Uh, for as you know, my, the recruitment, my company is Alliance Sports Recruiting. Well, let me go ahead Services. and uh, lead into that. Um, the whole concept of third nut and the slogan "Earn Yours," meaning. Uh, the whole third nut is like, man, an extra testicle going the extra mile. Somebody really That's putting it. it on the line. And it's like, 
you have taken all of your knowledge and started Alliance Recruiting Services and because you've got the knowledge and the talent in the background. So from the ground up, tell us everything about Alliance, where y'all located, what y'all doing, who you currently working with. Man, this is what I've done, man. We, we out of LaGrange, Georgia. This is where I'm basing the company out of. I got uh, Willie Gauthier, mm-hmm. all-time receiver from Auburn University. Uh, I got Otis Mound, NFL guy. Canadian League guy, coached at Texas Tech, uh, coached at Akron University, an all-time rounder guy. He played at Auburn. I got Jesse McCovery, big-time tight end that played at Auburn University, played for the Baltimore Ravens. Mm-hmm. I got Cedric Dozier out on the West Coast in California, played at the University of California, played in an arena football league. All these guys got business degrees. Okay. And that's pretty much what we're trying to gauge it because it's a lot of kids – Black, white, regardless of the race, it's a lot of kids to get left behind because yeah. if you got one big kid that's a good recruit, all the coaches is focused on is that one kid. What about the other 10 or 12 kids that's able to play Well, the other football? thing that I kind of wanted to talk to you about, and it's kind of funny, and, and it really kind of changed football, is like before the 80s and uh, the Miami Hurricanes, all of the big schools right. like the Ohio States, the uh, even the Alabamas, mm-hmm. they would either recruit from the big private Catholic schools or whatever big right. public schools would weren't going to the state championships. So you would they right. would only look at those guys that were getting pushed like that. But then exactly. the guys who might go, they might play for a football team that's maybe got a five hundred record, but then they all city in basketball, they play baseball and track. They're just ridiculous right. athletes. But like you said, they're not right. getting that look. And Miami started exactly. finding those guys. And then when they went up against those those Ohio State boys, you know how it is playing in Ohio? When we yeah. go play them teams. Yeah. Oh, I played at such and such and such. And it's like, oh, really? Well, they must all be yep. slow as hell there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it didn't matter, man. I thought some of the hardest licks in Ohio. Yeah. That's, that's real talk. I mean, it's athletes in Ohio. I just found a kid out of uh, uh, Philadelphia mm-hmm. Friday. Six okay. two one and a half, Tavon Jackson, okay. uh, out of Philadelphia, uh, Pennsylvania. Six two, two hundred twenty five pounds. I promise you, you know the kid. This, this, this is what we do. We have to make sure these kids make the ACT and SAT. That's very our important. company. Very, very important because you nothing without the education or background. Yeah. You, go, you don't go anywhere. Yeah, so I, what we I, do I, is this kid. He's a first round draft pick, second round draft pick. But guess what? If I never got in contact with this kid. This will be another kid that's working a nine to five or out on the streets doing wrong or in jail. Yeah. That's what Alliance is about. We yeah. grabbing these kids, Chris. We grabbing these kids and getting them, giving them opportunity. I had a kid that had a full ride scholarship. Coaching staff got fired. They pulled the scholarship. Chris, this kid was talking about going back to the street. I got him to a school full ride. He he report Monday. That's awesome. I, I mean, yes, Jesus Santiago. Is his name? Great kid. His mom, um, uh, Mirza Alampo. Uh, uh, she's a great. Come from a great family, and that's what we do. We want to get these kids, and we don't. We're not worried about the five star athlete. Five star athlete gonna do what they do. Yeah. Well, we're worried about the one star and two star athlete that still need an education, and still need to be able to play some football on Saturday. Yeah. That's what we focus is on. We're trying to get these five boys in junior, get them ACT, SAT ready. Because without doing that, man, these kids, man, they're, we they're see a lot of athletes in the South that doesn't make it. Yeah, like I've I've heard it said numerous times before uh that NFL stands for not for long. 
you know, and a lot of these kids are going into, especially these like young kids that maybe aren't, uh, you know, a fucking Manning or one of those like something different athletes that go in, they play in the NFL for five, six years. And, you know, because they were a hot shot at whatever, third rate college they were at uh for instance my alma mater austin p uh you know these kids were getting majors uh were getting degrees and stuff that was essentially useless and then like every now and then you'd have a kid that was like smart and was going into communications or something like that uh but what you're doing and pushing these kids towards like focusing on their education and not on oh you're gonna go pro i think that's so important and uh, I think it's really great what you're doing, man. Right. I mean, that, that, that's the biggest thing. I mean, this is a slogan that I got with a line for recruiting, and I, and I weigh outside this www.recruitment100.com. Mm-hmm. Tell them again. And www.recruitment100.com. All right. Uh, and, and, and what we do is, this is my slogan that we say. Lil Johnny, <laughs> this is what we say in the South, Chris. Lil Johnny may score a touchdown on Friday night. And he may score a touchdown on the next couple of Friday nights. But that don't mean Lil Johnny ready to go to Ohio State, University of Georgia, University mm-hmm. of Auburn, or Alabama. What we do as a staff, we take Lil Johnny film and we break it down as a staff. Okay. And we give back to them parents like, look, Lil Johnny ain't ready to play at these big D1 schools. But what we can do for Lil John is we can send him to a a major D1 school. And I, and I consider uh, uh, Bowling Green. That's a yeah, major Max D1 Hill. school. Right. Kennesaw. Yeah. That's a major D1 school. Well, on Ohio. Right. That's what I'm saying. We can send him to a, to a school that he's able to produce and get a good quality education. Yeah. And where parents get lost at, and like I'm telling you earlier, Chris, I was a wide receiver defensive back quarterback in high school. My son is an outside linebacker and they play him at guard sometimes. I would never push my son to be something that was back in the day. Yeah. You gotta let kids grow into what they are today and to that's what we run into. Exactly. And that's what parents is going wrong yet now. We give and a lot of parents they shy away from because we don't we're not gonna accept no money from you. Yeah. When we tell you, hey little Johnny only gonna be play D one double A or D two. Yeah. We're going to give you a true honest opinion. But you know what? I, I mean, money, and I was, I was right. about to come to something. Actually, two things. Um, getting guys in the schools. Uh, UTC <laughs> here, right here in uh, t- uh, Chattanooga, man, they're a real strong uh, right there at the uh, bowl championship right. level. Uh, and then you've got right. uh, East, uh, East Tennessee State and uh, MTSU are yep. solid schools. And I just know yep. for me coming up, uh, playing sports in high school, man, it's not always about going pro. It's like you get to be around different people than if you were just going home Walking to the hood with the same people, you get to be with different people from all backs, all different type of background. You get to be yeah, around different type of guidance with coaches. You get to travel. You get to see different yep. schools. So then that prepares yep. your mind different. Even if even if you get one of these kids in school and they don't finish school, they've gone and they've got skills. Well, they can go get an office job. They've or they they can go right. to community college. Right. They've got a track right. laid for education where they've seen right. different things and they know that there's more out there. Exactly, and that and that's what it's all about, man. I mean, Chris, with the team we played on the Ohio Lions, man, you got to look at Ralph Ralph Jones, Ralph Jones training NFL players, 
for speed, agility. Yeah. Everybody that was on that team, we were business. Everybody had some type of education about it because <laughs> we you know what got me? That You know what got me about the COL? Because every, every semi-pro player was always like, yeah, man, I'll be in the NFL if I get this break or that break. When Robert Red came right after he was uh, uh, cut by uh, the Colts, I was like, oh, right. wow. I was like, that dude didn't make the NFL. Man, this dude was like bionic. It was like... He would play defensive back and just intercept the ball and nobody could touch him. He uh, played uh, in the World League of uh, the World Football um, in Europe, NFL Europe, and he also yep, played yep, um, in the Arena Bowl, actually, for the exactly. Denver team, John Elway's team. Yep. He had 100 no, yards team. in the, uh, yeah. the championship game. So this dude, was yep. he was a beast, man. We, we yeah. played with yeah. some – we had some real players, man. Uh, exactly. I, I kind of look at, man, 2003 was when we won a national championship, man. That's over 15 years ago. We got to get a review. We need to get uh, get David Josephs to get all the troops round up. And, uh, I know it, man. Yeah. I know it. Shout out to David I Joseph. Dave, I live with David. He be yep. supporting. Exactly, man. But, hey, look, I appreciate y'all, man. And the biggest thing of it is, man, on this show, and I appreciate y'all having me on. Uh -huh. I want y'all to push this out. I want y'all to push this out every chance y'all get because okay. – for us to build this to how we need to do for our youth coming up. Okay. And this and, 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 and what we do as a company, we don't take anything from anybody. If you ain't got the money to pay us for your son to do this training or recruitment, I we'll take fifty dollars a month. Tell me what company out there gonna take fifty dollars a month to make sure your son get a college education and get trained Nobody, to get somewhere. Because everybody's greedy. Nobody. Yep. I got exactly. two quick questions Nobody. for you before I, before I let you go, Lewis. Okay. Who's your pick for the national champion this year in uh in uh, college football? Auburn University. What the hell, Eagle? Eagle back. And as a but former, you know what, as, a, as a huh? I'm, I'm a football guy. I'm a football guy. You got to put it back on Clemson. And you got to add Ohio State with the transfer coming out of Georgia. That's what I want to see what Justin Fields does. Yeah. I'm going to bring you back exactly. on and talk Justin about Fields. Justin Fields. And the other yeah, question, uh, being a former corner, uh, what receiver currently playing in the NFL would scare you the most? If you had to line up man to man, <laughs> who in the NFL would scare you the most right now? Julio Jones, he's a grown man. Ooh. I mean, he's like an incredible he's Hulk. Grown man. I, I would say either, either Julio or DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, but think about it. Julio, you look, look at his, look, look, look. If you line up across from Julio and you look at him, fade mask in the helmet, he'll scare shit out of you. You would know what he's going to do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, Julio's I'm going to give him, I'm going to give him a 12 yard cushion. I'm I'm waving the linebacker over. I'm waving the safety over. I'm trying to bring a cheerleader on the field. Hey. Hey, I'm telling hey, my mama hey, not Chris. to come to that game, but mama, you ain't got to come to this this game right here against Atlanta. You can go shot. It ain't even gonna be on TV. You ain't got to watch this one here. So the best thing to do is put some put some uh uh some big fans in your hand. And the first time you catch it, take that big fans and rub it in his eyes and hope you blind it for the rest of the game. Uh -oh. That's the only hope. <laughs> well, I wanna thank you for coming on Hop Topics. Yeah. Courtesy of the dude. third nut uh earn yours interview hotline. This has been Lewis Battle. Alliance Recruiting Services in LaGrange, Georgia. Hit them with that website again. Hey, man, y'all want to find us? We out here. Hey, we got our, we got our faces online. We, we don't hide from anybody. It's www.recruitment100.com. That's www.recruitment100.com. We'll get y'all kids where you need to be. Thank you very much. We'll be right back uh, here on Hop Topics. Stay tuned.
With some uh our very special guest on the third nut earn yours interview hotline, the controversial Alexei the Big Fish I tune in, my dude from way back in the day. He's got a title fight coming up August 24th. Alexei, welcome to the show. What's up, baby? What's up, baby? What do you guys know? What's up? This is a good show right here. And my only question is, what do you guys know about the big fish? Do you know anything? Have you heard? Or do you need to get the word? I'm a pro wrestling guy. So that's where my like combat sport knowledge stops is like (laughs) people uh, uh, injuring themselves play fighting instead of like for real fighting. Like I've been to one uh, live like MMA fight my entire life and I saw a dude's uh uh left side of this dude's face just every bone in it get turned to powder and I decided I was gonna stay home uh, going forward. See I hear big fish and I'm wondering which of my ex girlfriends someone's talking about. You know? <laughs> she was this big <laughs> she was that big <sighs> Well go ahead man Alexei um what? You started fighting, you went, uh, pr- uh, started your amateur career in Ohio, turned pro in Ohio, and then you've uh, had fights in, uh, what, Florida, Tennessee. Tell us what's been going on in your pro career. Um, well, this is the problem with my pro career right now. Okay, in Ohio, we got this commissioner, yeah. okay? His name is Bernie Profato. And and I can't even get started on this guy. Yeah, I know he's about one of those Bernie. Old guys. Yeah, we're in t- I'm sa- I'm safe in Tennessee for talking shit about Bernie, but Bernie Profado, um, the whole Ohio Athletic Commission is out of Youngstown, Ohio, which is Mafia Town, which is real stupid because the state capital is in Ohio, and it's still run by boxing people, and they treat MMA like it's like a fucking redheaded stepchild, and they try to fuck MMA fighters over. They don't like let people turn pro. They just it's just a really shitty run. Uh, state commission and they're trying to get you know a little bit better there's uh, some decent cards going but uh, and, and as long as Bernie's there it's really not gonna you know go that well for the fighters but continue alright the problem with Ohio is is that if you want to go pro you gotta get five more wins yeah okay and you just got five more wins now you call Bernie and now you gotta get ten more wins and, and then now you just lost the fight. Oh, you're never fighting again. And then if you're on Team Chaos, yeah. you, you got to get 12 more wins, 18 more wins. You know, uh, I basically all I want to say is I'm from the most hated team, the most we're considered thugs, street thugs, bad guys, the bad guys. And it's hard in Ohio for, uh, for a player. I yeah. mean, we come from nothing and – Basically, everybody over there is just big money fight teams. And uh, Chris Hopkins, he he come out on Team Chaos, and and that's the team that we trained with. And we, what we ended up doing is we kind of ended up owning the Ohio MMA scene uh, as an amateur. And a lot of our guys did well as pros. And basically, Bernie, it just he's old. He, uh, and and I I can't say nothing bad about the guy, but. Uh, well, listen, How tell do you me, go pro in Ohio? 
Tell yeah. me, tell me about, tell me about Bernie. What, what do you know? Uh, you know, from what, well, from what you've heard and what. Uh, he's he's about a hundred and five. Well, you gonna get you. These, this is he's Charles. This is Charles Newby asking questions about this dude who may or may not be connected with the mafia or Don King and them. So how do you know I'm not? No, I'm talking about. Bernie. I might be able to smooth okay, something listen, over. You never know. Listen, if you want to go pro in Ohio, you have to have a hot wife. Yeah. <laughs> you have to have a hot <laughs> wife. <to> <laughs> Or I mean, I, I I feel bad saying this because I've got a lot of friends that you know they train at really you know solid reputable you know MMA gyms. They have solid coaches. I'm not taking anything away from the bigger gyms, but it is really biased towards the bigger gyms. And in the other states like Tennessee, if you want to get your ass whooped for money, you can get your ass whooped for money. You don't have to have any amateur fights. You just got to go through you know get the medical clearance. You know go through the tests. But if you choose and you can find an opponent and, you know, find a promoter to pay you, you can get approved to fight pro. In Ohio, The to go pro, it was like they kept playing a shell game. Some guys could go pro after three fights. They wouldn't let Vitor Oliveira fight uh, as a pro, and he won a World Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu Championship. But, Bryant, this is something Damn. you can get into. What the? They let CM Punk fight pro with no amateur experience and was just completely terrible. And You had guys who had been fighting, like, amateur fights, you know, had 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 been like maybe have a record of like seven and three and like had been in like literally five title fights and had experience and had paid their dues and they weren't even allowed to take a shitty pro fight for a hundred dollars to fight and a hundred dollars to show and they're trying to say you don't have experience but then the money came in with CM Punk and then everybody rolled over and that's something that even the big Listen, gyms I'll were kind of pissed you, off I'll about. I'll tell you right now. Fuck CM I'll Punk. I'll tell you right now. The reason they didn't let Big Vitor Oliveira go pro in Ohio. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you right now. It's because he let me train at his gym. <laughs> Damn, boy, what she been doing? Damn. Yeah, man. Well, well I was, was going to I was going to try to avoid. I was going to try to avoid the drama. Victoria, her name is Victoria. Hey, man, hey, wife's hey. name is Victoria. Hey, you better, Olivera. hey, you better cut that out on this podcast. I got to go to Ohio in a couple <laughs> weeks. I, am, I was like, yeah, don't get him killed, man. man. Yeah. I, I do want to say uh, regarding CM Punk, like I fucking hated CM. Punk. I would, I'm one of the few people in like the internet wrestling community and uh, who is like a fan of wrestling wrestling that fucking hate CM Punk and there was nothing that made my dick harder than watching him curl up in a ball and getting the dog shit beat out of him <laughs> in the fucking octagon. He lasted a little bit longer than I thought he would. He took more shots. I thought he'd lay down sooner. He let his face get a little bit readjusted. I mean, he tried Ooh. to hang in there and I got to respect him for that. Now, I, Vitor, I, I, when I trained at his gym, he taught me one move and this is the best move he ever taught me. Now, this is what he told me. He speak a jiu-jitsu Brazil like this. He told me, now listen to me, big fish. You're drunk. You're drunk. You do not come to my gym a drunk. You tap out my purple belt with an ankle latch. That's not your good here. And he told me one thing. He said, when somebody just puts you in your pretzel hold. Do you guys know what a pretzel hold is? That's like I a put a few girls Nelson. in a pretzel hold. It's like actually a porn position. That's like how they fuck chicks. <laughs> in bang bus anal positions they have like their legs above their head while they have their arms above the legs behind their head and it's called a pretzel hold and the only thing Vitor ever told me that i can still remember to this day after all my alcoholism is he said this he said if somebody just put you on your pretzel hold he says the best thing to do is that you bite your own the nuts 
I go, what? He goes, yeah, you bite your, your own nuts. I go, why, Vitor? Why the fuck does this make sense? And it goes, because when you, you bite your own nuts, you just never know how strong you are after that. <laughs> Man, you're going to get me killed. <laughs> <Jesus> <laughs> I'm going to fall asleep tonight thinking, you bite your own nuts. So tell me about when you got the title fight coming up on the 24th. You got the title fight coming up August 24th. Tell me uh, the organization, location, and the opponent. All right. The organization is XFB. It's a Christian organization. Extreme fighting. Wait, 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 wait. Christian Christian mixed martial arts? We shed blood for the Lord. I mean, Jesus suffered, so should we. Hey. Is this a cult? I'm all about cults. Wow. Continue. Uh, let me get to the bottom line, though. Okay, the location is Smithfield, North Carolina, at the Aquatic Center. Okay. okay, we have this venue because we give 20% of all the proceeds to nonprofit. Okay, That's well, at cool. least I do for my fight purse. And the opponent is Clifton Gorilla Black Davis. Uh, and what? please don't ask me about his nickname. I fought a guy nicknamed Slave Muscles. I fought a guy, <laughs> a guy nicknamed Sex Machine. The Sex Machine. He come out with like six girls. Okay, I'm not scared of a nickname anymore. And no. I am no longer scared of big black guys with muscles. Plenty, plenty of those on my uh, hit list. You know what I mean? Oh man, you are a fool. M- hey, MMA wise, what's up with uh, Kaboom the raccoon, man? Your raccoon's name uh, Kaboom. You know, yeah, he's, he's got a he's fighting. got a he's got a raccoon. He named Kaboom the raccoon. That's the shit. That is so fucking yeah. great. What happened? He got a D. He's just laying in his own shit, man. I'm trying to do this podcast, and uh, we put him up in a cage, and he already shit in there like first ten minutes just just to be mad at us. And the motherfucker, man, last night I tried to sleep, and this is all I hear in the middle of the night. You know, you know why? I hear this because they make these fucking noise. You know why, don't you? Because you got a motherfucking raccoon in your fucking house. That's why. You got a wild motherfucking animal in your motherfucking house? Sounds like he tried to cold start. You need to be a little... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, tell him I said hello. Hey, uh, okay, where so you... Where you guys from, man? I want to know why I'm on this podcast. If we're going to have a podcast, I want to know where everyone's from. We're from Chattanooga. We're, we're, we're in Chattanooga. We're in Chattanooga, baby. Bryant and Charles are from Chattanooga. Go ahead and introduce... Hey, Yo. reintroduce my, my, my... They're not special guests. They're essential parts of the show. No, we're reintroduce just, we're yourself. Ju- we're just special ed. My yeah. name is Charles Newby. Uh, comedian, artist, uh, cook, uh, part-time podcaster, and uh, master of all things alcohol. And from one alcoholic to another, you need to uh, give your raccoon a big old hug for me. <laughs> hey, let me ask you a question Listen, real quick. Alexi, are you there? about having a raccoon. What do I? I, I am, I am so fucking jealous. And to top everything else off, I, I you want to ask, a pet that bites your face. You want I mean, a pet probably. That bites your face when you're sleeping. You're just describing you, marriage you now. Pet, you want a pet that everyone else wants to kill if he escapes. Imagine falling in love with a small creature, and the next thing you know is you're sleeping, and he escapes through the vent of your camper that you got parked outside of random people's properties that you sold Cutco to. That's another story. That just sounds like okay, my three-year-old, you're man. you're siphoning electricity and Wi-Fi. You've got a raccoon living in somebody else's camper. <laughs> you go to the gym, you come back, and he's outside. I mean, the neighbors are going to shoot him. The dogs are going to eat him, and it's your buddy. And if anyone else tries to pick him up, he's going to bite him. I mean, I'm hearing, or, I'm hearing, uh, I'm hearing a pretty, pretty regular uh, story I'd hear here down here in the south, uh, but I'm hearing it from up north, and I'm like, 
Maybe we're not all that different. Well, you're in Tennessee, aren't you? Aren't you in Tennessee? You in Tennessee, bro? Um, I lived in Nashville for the better part of this year doing concrete work over there. Yeah, boy. Yeah, dude. Where you at now? Are you yeah, in North got Carolina? Of the boot barn. Yeah. I'm in I'm in Carolina, baby. I'm in Smithfield, North Carolina. Ooh, and I, all I know about Tennessee is you have to go to Boot Barn and you have to buy those freaking expensive boots. The bitches. Oh, it's the worst. Man, you're not that far, man. We have to. We're gonna have to make a road trip one way or the other and come see you. Hey, I got a question for you. You gonna use the Nada bomb on uh, April twenty, uh, August twenty fourth? I'm gonna bait him in. I'm gonna use the reverse Nada bomb. I'm gonna switch my stance. Step away, lift the leg up, and spinning roundhouse kick him right in the side of the head. And if that doesn't work, I'm going to get all right on my back, and I'm going to play bottom until I get on top. I mean, that is sounds like a risky plan against a guy so much bigger than me, but there's two things I have to accept about this fight. One, he's going to hit me in the face. Two, he's black. Three, he's stronger than me. Okay, so... I mean, the only way for me to win this fight, I mean, this is a little bit out of my league. I'm not going to lie, but anything can happen in an MMA fight, and I've made a living off taking fights I shouldn't, and I've won more than half of them. This is why I have this fight. You work uh, What I think is, is jumping me. Have you guys seen the fight with that one boy, uh, uh, the Hispanic boy from Florida? What's his name? Uh, Masvidal. Oh. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Masvidal versus Askren, yeah. Yeah, have you guys, everyone said Askren was going to win. And Askren was nothing but a big, muscular wrestler. And what did that hood boy do? He ran up on him, and he threw that knee up high. And, and what happened? I mean, I think he's going to be nervous. The guy I'm fighting, he only has three pro fights. I have six. The guy I'm fighting only has four amateur fights. I have wow. uh, 16. Yeah, see, so that's, see that's the difference. You got that experience. Small. Man, I'm telling you, leg kicks, man. You need, you need to stay at distance, work leg and body kicks. Make him chase you for a round. Stay at distance. Work leg and body kicks. Outside leg kicks. Outside leg kicks. Exactly. Distance timing. Outside leg kick. Distant timing. Body kick. Body kick. You know, make sure you know if, if he tries to come in for the clinch, tie power. him up, push him off. You know, watch out for big bombs because he sounds I mean, like the way you describe Google him. Davis right now. Do you guys know who I'm fighting? Hold on. Before this gets any further, get on your phone. Get your device out. Somebody Google Clifton Davis. Somebody YouTube Clifton Davis. This is a specimen of a man. He's like the Incredible Hulk. I'm just going to have to split him open with an elbow or hurt him. Wait, the, wait. Here's the goal. It's to get out of the first round. It, yeah. Look, nobody sells tickets who everyone knows is going to win. Yeah. Everyone's asking a lot of questions about this fight. Is my drunk ass going to spinning roundhouse kick him in the face, or am I going to get fucked up in the first round? What I mean, weight is the fight the at? What weight is the fight it's at? It's at the Smithfield Aquatic Center. No, it's, no, no, not uh, where. What eight. weight? What weight class? Oh, it's 170 pounds. Oh, so it's welterweight. Welterweight. He, he, he can't, yes, be, that, he can't be that damn big, man. You better leg kick his ass. My last fight, if you guys actually want some information, I got leg kicked by a Muay Thai world champ from Thailand, and he broke my leg with a leg kick, so now I kick a tree. Yeah, see, that's well, like Muay Thai guys guy. like toughen up on that shit too. Yeah. All right, here's what we got. Yeah, this is based argument. off Tapology.com. This is Clifton Davis. No nickname. Age 31. Date of birth 1987. 831. Middleweight. Weighs in 180 pounds. 
510. Reach, not put in. United States, uh, so two fighter lengths. He's got five. one current streak win. Last fight was June 17, 2017 with SOFC. Fitness Edge MA is his affiliation. And other than that, all we know is that Clifton Davis is ineligible for regional rankings due to inactivity. Fighters must have at least yep. one completed MMA bout in the past two years to be ranked. So I'm gonna tell you, you I'm gonna tell you this. He he he's gonna look tough, but he's inactive. He's gonna be coming out throwing big bomb sloppy shit. Keep your hands up, roll, throw leg kicks, keep him at distance. Make sure you pace the first round. Stay out of any trouble in the first he's round. Going to, as soon as I hit him, he's going to take me down, or he's going to try. Is he and a grappler? He's more than likely going to succeed. He's Dude, I'm telling you right now, I've done all the research. Yes, I've done all the research uh, on this kid. Here's going to be the, what decides this fight, guys, and this might sound crazy to non-MMA fan. When he gets on top of me, am I going to be able to pull him in close enough to keep him from doing damage? Because when we train the Team Chaos, Frank Leslie used to always say, no damage, son, yeah. no damage. But no I mean, damage. I'm going to be, I'm gonna so, be, I'm so, gonna be so, honest so about I'm not saying he's not going to take me down. I'm saying he's going to. And what I'm saying is, this fight is you, can't, you can't just stay. You can't just stay. We lost damage. a lot of fights like that because dudes would just be on top of us. You can't stay. Decision. Once you control them, you got to get decision. your hips out. Decisions, man. We lost a lot of decisions, but a yeah. professional title fight is five five-minute rounds. That is 25 minutes. Plus five, one minute, four, one minute break. So that's twenty nine minutes of fighting. That is a long time. If Better condition them ribs, man. Time, he's going straight for yeah. him. If he gets you on the ground and wraps you up, he's going to get them ribs because obviously you're either going to want to try to get a, either get the arm and the neck, or you're going to go for the whole neck, and it's going to be endurance. The question you got to ask yourself yeah. is, it, you know, it, like, how, I, am I going to get to go home to my kaboom tonight? <laughs> Oh, I mean, sense. I'm gonna I'm gonna go home one way or another. I mean, the, yeah, this is the cool. thing about fighting. What yeah. a lot of people don't understand is they think my whole life depends on it. This is just a business. So how hurt am I willing to get? And the answer to that is that's up to the ref. You know, because I'm willing to get hurt. I mean, my life is a life full of risks. You know, I got a friend named Matt Anderson who drinks his own pee. Okay, <laughs> one time. We'll visit oh, that one later. Oh, man, I forgot okay. about that. Why we'll you visit that Angus later. Fish? Shout out no, to Angus. Stop everything you know, we've talked about. Yeah. Like, that. he swore by the shit. Matt Anderson, like, he used to drink. Why? It's supposed to, he would tell you it, was, it, it had, like, cleansing properties. He, I remember this motherfucker had a fight know. coming up. This motherfucker had a single strawberry. He and put relish on it, ate the strawberry, fuck. and then drank some fucking pee uh -huh. and, like, went and trained all day. I swear to fucking God. trained all day. Yeah. All day. All damn day. All day. Off of strawberry and urine. That is disgusting. Yeah. Speaking of disgusting, here's my suggestion uh, as a non-fighter uh, for your uh, upcoming fight. What you got to do, uh, I've got two words. Curry, farts. You got to go eat some curry. <laughs> you got to go get a nice bowl of curry. Uh, you know, like, uh -huh. the more, have it for, like, have some of it for dinner, have leftovers for breakfast for the fight. Of course, you're going to be just dropping these broccoli bombs all over the goddamn place. Soon as he gets on top of you, you get that little, and then the, oh, he'll tap. Why don't you eat my curry? Take my curry and put it in your mouth, and when you go to the fight, <laughs> you get some curry. Everybody eats an Indian food, you know. Get out of my store! Why you come here drunk buying beer again? It's already two hours past sell time. That you know what, Alexei? I think that that is like the perfect way to
to end this because I think you just insulted every race possible <laughs> with that little ending. I think you just covered all the bases. I'm racist, God. man. Man, I'm racist. It's so I hate good. Jews. Hey, on some real I shit. I hate Jews. <laughs> I hate Mexicans. I hate Indians. Hey, these are I these are the views of Alexa Itunin and Alexa Itunin only. These are not the views of Chris Hopkins or Dirk Nut. Or Bright Smith. <laughs> hey, hey you guys really want to know my Charles strategy? Guitar. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna hit your strategy and then we're gonna get out of here. Oh, all right. Sorry, guys. No, no. Right, well, I just wanted to tell you. I, no, I want the I strategy. Go ahead, talk. I know, I know, but I have cool shit to say. Listen, this is what I'm going to do to this big, big black guy. I think he's sexy. I think he's strong. And this is my strategy. I'm going to speed bag his butt clip with my tongue dick. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you got to get in that fart box. You got to tongue punch that fart box until he speaks Portuguese. A definite (laughs) path to victory. You're putting the mmm in MMA. Guys, I want to thank I, I Alexei, the Big man. Fish iTunes, for joining the Hop Topics podcast on the Third Nut Interview Hotline. Earn yours. I want to thank Lewis Battle, um, the uh, owner of Alliance uh, Recruiting Services, for coming on earlier. Man, we had a hell of a fucking show. Man, I want to thank uh, Bryant and Yo. Charles for coming What's on. Up? I got some guests lining up. Uh, Todd Augusta's going to be able to make it on. He's Finally. In, he's in Arizona. He's going to be able to make it uh I talked to uh, my friend out of Cincinnati, Krishan uh, Gilmore, and the whole Legion. He's got some uh, ex-UFC uh, fighters. He's going to be able to uh, get uh, Dom on the show. Uh, Dom actually Ooh. is in some, uh, he's got some UFC highlights. He had a, a, a knockout, of, almost a knockout of the year candidate uh, a couple years ago where he like just Damn. slammed a guy like in South Korea. He was like brought in to lose. Dom, um, uh, his name is Dom Steele. He was a guy that, he was barred in the UFC. Oh, he we always had him go, a couple times. He'd always have to go fight guys in their hometown. And it was like always a tough. They sent him to Korea. They sent him to Australia. So we got Dom coming up. Um, we'll have Big Elk on next. I'm going to be able to get uh, Josh Williams and the people from Ronan, if you didn't piss them off too much with this episode. <laughs> and uh, we got a lot of people coming up comedy-wise. Uh, Chuckle Bud's coming up. Chuckle Bud's coming up. Uh Next one is going to be August 16th. Uh, you're also going to be able to catch me in Oxford, Mississippi, telling jokes. Mississippi! Ow! Uh, Oxford, Mississippi, uh, August Hot 10th damn. with the Arter Limits Festival. Chuckle Buds, August 16th. Uh, I'm going to be in Knoxville, August 17th and 18th. Knoxville! Uh, uh, I'm going to be in Knoxville for the uh, Alien Expo, uh, learning about UFOs. So come say hi to me at that, and I'm going to be doing some shows around town. And uh, what else do I have? Shit, I have so many fucking shows, but uh, and then check me out in Atlanta in September. Charles, what you got coming up? I got a lot of paintings coming out. I got a gallery coming out next year, and on top of that, I'm going to be at the Honest Pint on Monday, uh, and I'm hopefully opening up for Chris Mohan. Okay, and uh, just your handful of open mics I'm going to be going to. Uh, new material coming right. out. Working with Ginger Soul Productions. Big shout out to them for kicking so much ass. Uh, yeah, when's the uh, Charles at Large going to be uh, uh, available on the video? Uh, the, we're we're going to keep it quick right now on that. But uh, yeah, uh, as far as on video, we're, uh, we might even turn that into a short film. Uh, so Cinema. it's it's gotten a little bigger than I even anticipated. That's and uh, when my gallery launches, uh, hopefully next year at some <laughs> point. Yeah, we're, uh, we're going to be gonna be fucking some eyes out. All right, you plan. can catch me uh, August 17th at uh, Improv Chattanooga. And then uh, you can catch me in Columbus, Ohio at uh, Cafe Kerouac, uh, September 6th, coming back to the Buckeye State. That's our time for this week. Hop Topics. Yeah. Third Nut. Earn yours.
Peace. Big fish, baby. Thanks for having me. I fuck you, Ronan. <laughs> <laughs> I'ma tell, I'm tell everybody from running what you said, motherfucker. That ain't hanging nothing to do with me. I ain't getting killed. Bye. <laughs>